0: from a dipshit, advice from a dipshit, advice from a dipshit, it's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger. Hey guys, welcome back to Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger. Uh, thanks for all the, uh, the the wonderful messages and the good reviews, and uh, let's keep this steam train a-chugging. Uh, we got uh, someone in Central America was listening to us today, so that's Nicaragua. fantastic. Nicaragua! Very cool. <laughs> that so was that's, so
1: cool. Yeah.
0: I mean, Texas was surprising. Nicaragua, really surprising. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Today, I have a. Uh, I guess I'd call you an old friend now. Today is is uh, the Bronx back again, back together. Uh, Kurt Braunohler, on the show with me. There you go. I don't like to
2: talk until the I'm I know that I'm supposed to,
0: because <laughs>
2: otherwise I'll just talk the whole time and you have stuff to do. Oh, well, yeah.
0: I I feel like this podcast kind of cuts through the bullshit and we talk to yeah. each other the way we talk. Uh, You know, out on the streets, out in the green rooms. When's
2: I think the first time we, speaking of old friends, the first time we really hung out was, was that weird HBO comedy festival in Las, in Vegas. Las Vegas. The only oh. time they did the HBO, they tried to like, com- like Aspen just ended, which was like where all like the cool weird comedy would be. Uh-huh. And then they tried to make it in Vegas and yes. it was an utter failure. Oh,
0: because they, they had, there was a show going on in, <laughs> in LA that was called Garage Comedy that was uh, well-intentioned, but intentionally weird. It was like, uh, you'd have all these acts that were like very funny, and other ones you're like, "That's more performance art." And I think that was definitely going on in New York too. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and and you and Kristen were doing your show in New York, I believe, at the time. Mm-hmm. And so they got a lot of us Yahoo's. Like I would go do garage comedy, but I was you know basically still doing just straight up stand up. And they would have us like, "Okay, well, what if you did stand up but just walking around?" Like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> and like not even for a camera. Just like this live feel, and I feel like the garage comedy thing, people pitched that idea, and they pitched uh, all this kind of live, uh, non-traditional comedy slash theater that would just, it just happened in that area outside of Caesar's Palace, and it was it Just, was crazy. It couldn't be more uncomfortable. Were you
2: even on a stage?
0: They put a, they they had this one stage that they'd throw us up occasionally, but we were all sleeping in like random people's hotel rooms. There was no money. Oh, definitely. No. At least for the people involved, semi-involved, like I was. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know what though. Maybe I did like, you know, like the LOL stage or something. That yeah. They, I don't know if they taped our sets or anything, but <laughs> I remember we went to um we went to JFL uh. 2007, uh-huh. right? It was my first one. Mm-hmm. You were yeah, there. Yeah, we did uh, yeah, sketch. We were doing like the sketch show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I was a new face and uh you and I were just just running wild in the streets uh just drinking like for basically every single night.
2: I know it and, and I I love now going to JFL and like watching the kids who were like yes. there for the first time just being like have fun. Have fun. Have fun. I'm I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I had I had a, actually like I've like now my thing is I'll have my one JFL night that I'm like, all right, I'll yeah. get kind of lit this yeah. this night. But like every all the other nights it's just like, yeah, I'll have a couple of drinks, but it's like I I gotta do a show. Yeah, I
2: gotta do a podcast at noon
0: and then <laughs> yeah. four more
2: shows. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, and it's like that period between first time I did two thousand seven, I was just like, fuck a hang I don't give a shit about a hangover to like you know, a couple, like tw- two, 2011, being like, ooh, this isn't... I don't like being on this stage and being sweaty during this podcast. Like this sweaty. <laughs> yeah, this like, is... I feel awful. To, in front just, of all of
2: Los Angeles. You
0: kind of just, like, evolve yeah. as, as, you, as you go, as, a as, a, as like, a partier. And, yeah. And, and, you know, like... I think I think having a kid saves you from that obviously, but also Oh yeah. but also just like having for for me having like a partner that's just like uh like what are you doing? Don't yeah. do that. And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. Shit."
2: <laughs> I went so. to a premiere last night and I didn't get wasted. Nice. And I was like, "Oh, this is how you do that. That's it. This is how This is how you don't have really weird, crazy interactions yes. with people who could give you jobs. Oh,
0: my God. Where I want-
2: you're just like, what's up? Was you? What's you? Yo, you run Showtime? Cool, <laughs> man. High five. Are you too good
0: for me? <laughs> Fuck, man. Fuck this guy. I, I Where are we t- going next? Where are we going next? <laughs> Fuck these losers. <laughs> Slap the hat off his head. Um, that was the director. I, um, I I I went to like an independent uh, movie premiere that uh, like uh, Rugger Buns was in, Nick yeah. Rutherford and um, uh, Blake and and a couple other people and and uh, it was you know it was one of those things where I, I was like it was that thing where I realized like hey yeah there's beer at the ArcLight fun and I just had one yeah just one and then when I got out of the movies uh, Nick bought me a beer and I was like oh, this is cool and I went I showed up to the after party and it was the the bar was a mob scene and I'm like. I'm going to have a soda water and go home. (laughs) (laughs) Could not have been lamer, but was like, this is great. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, it it, it really (laughs) is. And I still, oh, I still, there's, there's I see guys, like, around our age. I'm, like, two years older than you, but, like, uh, I still count that our age still. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Uh, we're the same uh, age. Same age, pretty much. I will see guys our age that live in our our respective neighbor, we pretty much live in the same hood, Uh and, and, but uh, uh, and we both we both have bars near us that are open all day. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Like should should the need arise? Exactly. It's always there. It's always there. The temptation. And I've seen those guys. I've seen guys coming out of the bars and like at three in the afternoon, where it was like, oh, oh no. And you know, it's just a patch em up job. That's yeah. all it is. Like the night before was brutal. Rough. And rough. they went in there to kind of, all it is is putting the pain off.
2: <laughs> yeah. Till later. Just shove it. And til making til later. it worse later.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm a, happy. I'm so a- happy that never worked for me. Oh, really? It never worked for me to get drunk the next day. Okay.
0: Is that
1: what a patch-em-up job is? Well, that's like, what he's that's i I I've I've never, never heard, heard of it then, called. A pat- Mike Mike Burns so.
0: expression is a couple patch-em-ups, like beers. <laughs> <laughs> that he's like, "Hey, yeah, it'd be really cold, you got to sip them really really slow." So, it's like that's a, that was his term patch-em-ups, but there are people who do like get that full-on and it, the, just they'll get drunk feel again. better.
2: They'll feel better after like a few beers, and I will not. I do not. I feel like Immediately crazy.
0: Well, I feel I feel crazy, and I feel my heart just start going, just like as if oh, it's yeah. like like it's a like, hey, fucko. Well, it's just well, it's it's all it's doing is detoxifying yourself. Yeah, like you realize when you've had those times when you've been like horrendously hungover and you're tr- like trying to sleep but you can't because like you're. Your system is so haywire yeah it's basically your body just it's like squeezing you like a sponge like <laughs> getting all the shit out that you threw down the gullet yeah Ugh. so so when I see I mean I saw a dude I will not say who it is but he he does well he's in movies and I remember I was in uh, a town uh, there, there's this, there's this one cocktail bar that I that I like. And I was just in there, uh, in Arbor, Michigan, and I was in there, it's called The Raven, it's awesome, mm-hmm. and I was just having a drink, and this guy, the bartender was regaling me tales of this dude who would come in while they were shooting a movie there, get shithoused, and just hit on women ridiculously. Like, like that thing, like, when you're, like, 22 and blackout, yeah. like, hey... Put your Media. arm around? Hey, are we friends? <laughs> you know, where off? you're like a muppet. And he had, and he's like, my wife works here too, and he wouldn't leave my wife alone. Oh no! And I had, to, I had to have him kicked out. <gasps> and I saw said dude walking up uh, Hillhurst, and I'm like, I know he was leaving the drawing room. Yeah, I know he was. <laughs> I know he was. <laughs> yeah. So, ugh, back in the day, back in the. Back-
1: <laughs> Back in the day, but
0: thank God we didn't just keep driving down that road. I know. I could have very easily kept oh, driven sure. down that road. This is the business that allows that sort of thing. It really does. It encourages it. Yeah. It's not like we can be insurance salesmen and be no. like, yeah, I get fucked up every night and hit on everyone. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Here's the policy I've been explaining to you. <laughs> oh, I'm rough from last night, brother. You get it, right? <laughs> but
2: also like being paid in alcohol, too. The yes. majority of shows you do or you you're paid in alcohol. You're like, here, we're going to pay you in alcohol, but don't like do too much of the stuff we pay we you. We pay you. Yeah, yeah. Or
0: or or you play uh you play clubs and they're like, uh so guys want something to drink for the show? Guys wanted something to, this is your cocktailer. Uh he yeah. or she will be coming backstage and, and also
2: everybody it. wants to just hang out. Like you're yep. kind of lame if you don't like get drunk with everybody right. after the shows. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well I love how like Greg Proops like uh he he will he will drink with the staff and then he won't go anywhere. Like he'll go back to the hotel and hang out like yes. with him and his wife. He's like that's his rule. Like no second location ever. Oh, ever. Which I'm just like, good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm the same way. Yeah. And someone's like, Oh, this is great place. Uh, you'll be in a cab probably twenty five minutes. I'm out. Yep. I'm done. I used to do that. Sure. Used and to. it's fifty uh, percent
2: of the time it's wonderful. And the other fifty percent of the time, it's a suicide watch Snake the next eyes. day. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just like, why did I end up there? That was horrible. Realizing
0: you have to get, you have to do radio. Someone <laughs> banging on your hotel room door. Oh God, I got to go on the radio <laughs> with a rough throat. Okay, speaking of that, yes, uh, as both r- a res- obviously responsible adults who have always taken care of our bodies and ourselves, always. Uh let's let's roll the first call, Amanda. Hey, dipshit! Uh, my boss wants to be my friend. Like, really wants to be my friend, and he's. <laughs> Nice enough guy, whatever, whatever. Hey, I like him more than most bosses that I've had, but I don't want to hang out with him on Saturday, and I don't want our wives to be friends. Uh, how do I handle this? Thanks, love you, bye. Ooh, that's a good one, and well said. So succinct.
1: I Damn. love how he's like, "Thanks, love you, yep. bye, <laughs> bye." I got shit to do. It's a cool, it's a cool when customer. I first heard this heard dude, that, I laughed. I was like, "Oh, that's how he sounds like." <laughs> <laughs> Like, sounds off to his wife. Love you. Bye. <laughs> bye. I,
0: feel, I feel like this dude is all business, you know? I don't want to be his friend. I don't want to hang out on Saturday. Just so succinct, so well-spoken. Um, th- thanks for calling in, man. Uh, Kurt, what do you think?
2: That's a tough one. It yeah. is so tough. That is so hard. I, you know, I worked at a... I, I, I fixed computers for eight years at a staffing agency where I physically hated every single person I work with. Um, so I can completely understand uh, not wanting to chill uh, with people that you work with. Uh, it, it's, it's tough, you know, because it's going to get weird. But also, here, this is my thought. If he doesn't hang out with him, right. if it's a continued invitation and he always just finds a way to to be like, oh, I can't because of this thing, he always gives a reason. At a certain point... He'll get the message, but he'll still think he's really cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: because he's just still—you're not like you're not confirming nor denying anything. That's true, and it's a lame way. To, it's not lame. It's it's work. That guy shouldn't be asking for you to hang I out mean, with he, him. Th-
0: th- th- this guy is putting him in a bad position, and it, it kind of falls. It's it's basically. The least offensive version of uh, sexual harassment, yeah, unwanted attention, <laughs> unwanted attention yeah, yeah, yeah. in the workplace, where it's just like, dude, no, uh, and I mean, this is full on Michael Scott from The Office, yes. right here. Yeah. So that's
1: what I pictured.
0: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and it's that it's that thing where I—that f- is such a d- a dangerous personality where we've all known those people who mm-hmm. uh, they get way friendly with you and feel real comfortable saying anything, but if you ever ever got real with them, yes. they would be shattered. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the same thing with his boss, where if he just said, I mean, I don't know, do you think this is appropriate, us hanging out? you would be like, what right. the fuck do you mean, man? What do you think? I'm I'm being inappropriate? Is that what you're saying? Like, <laughs> oh, God, now I've broken your heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've broken your so heart. I know,
2: that's why I think uh, honesty is not the right policy in this situation. Yeah. It's just deflect and evade. Yes. And it's a, it's going to be a constant, like, Bubbling it, because otherwise he could he could fire you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, God damn, that's so it's so fucking tough. And it's like I and I mean this her his boss must be just so annoying. I mean the guy said like I don't want my wife being friends with him. Or well, anything. also
2: he said he's better than most bosses, but he doesn't want to
0: be pals. Like he doesn't right. want to have
2: requirements to
0: hang out with him. Yeah, that's completely understandable. Completely understandable, but. I'm I'm just it's I keep thinking, is there a way he can say it to him just so he doesn't have to keep getting hammered by Would,
1: would this be invitations? like a point to kinda of get onto HR question mark? Being like, hey, it's not like it's a big, big issue, but I just have these boundaries. It's gonna come out. And so, yeah, it is. It'll it?
0: it'll come uh, out. Uh this is a wild pitch, but <laughs> maybe he could have a thing where he was just like, Look, uh I I've I've had uh, like bad experiences hanging out with people I work with. And I look, Alan, I like you. Uh, and I think in another world, we could be like awesome friends. But Uh it's just, I have a call it, you know, PTSD, call it what you will. But I had a guy I worked with, two guys, in fact, one was my supervisor. Another was a guy who uh, we shared a desk and um, they, we all used to go fishing uh, it was Glenn and, and Pete, and Glenn killed Pete in front of me while we were fishing. Oh, yeah. just Look, it's I'm not saying go that far, go that far, but just something that just she's like, oh fuck. So it's not about him at all. It's not about the boss at all. You saw a murder. See, I but see, I. <laughs> uh th- i think i think that's like a, a route to get fired <laughs> oh i'm sure you're right i'm sure you're right i think i <laughs> no man i was like engaged i was no, fully listen, engaged no listen kurt kurt's, kurt's original solution i think i think is the best look just just keep making up excuses until he possibly gets the hint gets the hint or uh you know moves on to somewhere someone else you know i used to have a one of my <laughs> Stupid earliest bits about. Remember back when you just write shit and you're just like, "Well, I don't know if this is good or not. I'm just gonna try it." Oh, I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I kidding? So do I. But <laughs> uh, like, like uh, a way to get a girl to break up with you is to save up a fart uh, as long as you can. And then when you're around her, like let it out, but then grab your ass and scream and fall down and start crying, like it hurt.
2: Is this an idea from a long time oh, ago? Oh, this is like <laughs> oh, 18 years old. Okay, and like oh, this and is an 18 year old because, because no,
0: and just when she's like, "Are you okay?" Just keep swatting her away. Like, no, it hurts so much. And like there, there's no way a woman would ever stay with a man who ever did that, <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much she cared for him. It's just, it's just so stupid, so stupid. But it's like so it, he
2: could do that. He could do that to the yes, boss. If you could I, do that's something, a actually a great just idea.
0: really be really like embarrassing. Yeah, and, so, and just make yourself as lame as possible at the workplace. It's a huge sacrifice. But of course, both my solutions are unfeasible and will not work, and are stupid. Go with Kurt's solution. <laughs> Deflect and evade. Yes, with right. a smile on your face. And so, good luck to you, man. Hey, Matt, Brad, uh, just looking for some advice on changing my new son. He's about a month old and, uh, you know, trying to keep his feet out of the shit. It's a real trouble, a uh, real problem for me over here. So, uh, what do you got there? Uh, as advice for changing the child? I don't know. Thanks.
2: All right. Take it, Kurt. All right, here you go. This is the way I do it. Uh, is you grab one ankle and then you kind of, you can lift pretty hard on the ankle. The ankle's not going to like break off or anything like that. Cool. So then you keep the other leg out of the shit by kind of keeping both, by just one, one hard ankle up, keeps it out of the shit. Uh, also, if that doesn't work, if it's a really big shit, you can use the, uh, the forearm method, which is you place the forearm like a bar. For, so that their kind of knees are wrapped around that forearm, and you kind of push that up near their chest, and then you like can use your other hand to like clean off. Maybe you can use. No, it's just it's the other hand is cleaning off. Okay. Uh, but also another th- trick too is to use the the diaper to get as much shit off of them before you have to like go to wipes. That's I find uh, a nice technique. So use that diaper. It's it's already covered in shit, but there's some parts that aren't covered in shit, and use that to get as much shit off as you can then go to your wipes perfect and i think that's pretty much the only way
1: to do it <laughs>
2: yeah no i I'll, don't know how he's doing
0: it also completely these-
1: applicable to adults <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like, yeah, you're your... struggling. It's like a squatty potty, yeah, but with your... your arm, right? right. <laughs> uh-huh. that's exactly. like where I went.
1: Oh. I'm like, oh, he's in the squatty potty <laughs> position. See, so
0: I mean you're talking about cleaning yourself. I thought when you said that, like cleaning up your passed out friend shit, who oh, just like yeah. oh. lift up the friend's legs, get that's his legs. Good. Why
2: that's would you it. clean up their shit? No, you would let roll, them sit in it. They should learn. The you should roll. rub their <laughs> face in it. Why do you do this?
0: the <laughs> <laughs> bad. bad bad boy bad boy <laughs> yeah but perfect answer perfect answer thanks for calling Wrongberry. Big Balls uh, look it's uh, it's Brad again this kid's a
1: month old he's not sleeping through the night he's getting like two hours at a time uh, you know it's really uh, really making it rough for me to get up for work what do you think what do you think about getting this kid to sleep more than two hours, two hours. Two hours a night I don't know let me know Nice. were these like
2: right next were these right next to each other yeah no. this is the
1: same guy but I mean
2: like were they right next to each other or was it like a, a few months later that this guy called back with this question um,
1: n- no I no I no, it was one and then like later on came the other okay yeah uh, I thought it was great that it was like the same guy
2: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say first off you sound like you have a very young baby yeah if they're only sleeping two hours By the time I give you this information, the baby's already sleeping longer. Um, (laughs) But uh, here's a few tips, and I'm just gonna go real. I'm going real info here. Please,
0: that's what we do. Is it?
2: Yeah, we try, it's (laughs) just without pretense. Okay, uh, so if the baby's breastfeeding, at around two months or three months, you should transfer the baby into its own room because the baby can smell the breast milk and will wake up more often. Uh, and then get it down. And then essentially, uh, you want to get down to one feeding. Uh, so you put the baby down around seven, you do one feeding around midnight and then the baby gets up around seven and you just enforce that until like three or four months where you try and let the baby. It also depends on how big and fat the baby is. If you have a big fat baby, that baby can sleep through the night. The only reason they're getting up is because they need to put on weight um, that's the only reason you should not do any of the, the things I'm saying. If you have an underweight baby, then that baby should be fed as much as it, as oh. it wants to be fed. Good to know. Yeah. Um, but then we, and also we did this one thing where it's like, uh, this is uh, expensive, but if you only do it one night, it's kind of worth it. Uh, or you can even ask like relatives if they'll like pay for one night of a night nurse. Yeah. Uh, because if it's a good night nurse, they'll like, they can tell you all like the sleep training things to do. So it's expensive. It's like 200 bucks. But like they stay with the baby. They make sure everything's okay. They make sure if it's crying that it's not like an, uh, an actual hunger cry mm. and that it's still just like a, it's used to getting food so that it's just like doing it for its use to getting food. And then if it's actually like hungry, then they bring the baby to you and you feed the baby and then the baby goes back down. But we did that once and then our baby was sleeping through the night. Cool. At like three months old. so, And it was like only $200. Well, for that, fuck. I would pay. Yes. You know,
0: I mean, it's that it's thing of just like, you know, that's what, that's what money's for. It's yeah. like peace of mind yeah. and, and, you know, feeling like rested and healthy. <laughs> yeah. And then
2: we had a grandma, grandma paid for it, you know? Oh, that's great. So it's just like, just be like, grandma, grandpa, we, could you just do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, everybody Chip in ten dollars. Yeah, one night with a night nurse will make your life different.
0: But I think like one night with uh, the the kids' grandparents, and they're looking at you, and your eyes just look brutally bloodshot. You know, and you're obviously wearing the same clothes from two days ago. Like, oh, we what, Howard? Let's get them a night nurse.
2: (laughs) And also, it gets it just gets better. You're also in the beginning. It's gonna it's gonna this is gonna stop, and you're just gonna have a great kid. That's awesome. So don't worry.
0: Nice. Hey, what's up, Matt? Uh, so I have a question. Uh, I started driving a truck about a year ago and, uh, I noticed like three months into driving the truck professionally, 10, 12 hours a day, that my ass crack smells terrible. Like I wash, I use the gold bond. Um, and I don't really like, I don't want to go to the doctor and be like, Hey, I've got swamp ass. What do I do about it? Um, so any advice, like, it, it definitely is uncomfortable, and, uh, like, it, you know, occasionally it an itch. It's kind of gross, but uh, anyway, yeah, talk to you soon. Love the show, man. Bye.
2: Oh. The big question is, are you wearing rubber pants?
0: That's That's number one. Um, Non-breathable pants is your number one problem. Is is this like one of those these ball player things where he's been uh, getting some some big payment, some good runs, some good scores, and like you know are they uh, baseball players in the like World Series after they win they don't change their underwear like the entire run? Really, it's a superstition thing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody, baseball players are so superstitious. Oh They'll yeah, do stuff like that. Because it's, oh, yeah. it's all
0: zen. Like your the thing can change in the in the in the moment. It's a lot of waiting. So they're just like, how can I? What can I do when I'm not doing anything and I'm just out in left field. Oh, I can just wear the same underwear. I can smell bad? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, I can have festering horrendous nuts. I had a
1: college boyfriend who played baseball and did that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't
2: even winning the World Series. I
1: know. It was like a community college, (laughs) too. Nice.
0: <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Well, if I change no, or wash my balls, no. the hedgehogs could
1: lose. <laughs> the
2: hedgehogs.
1: No, that was that was like the reassurances. He was is it would be, hey babe, you know, after the games, I wash for you, you know. And I'm like, I don't really care. These are gross. Yeah, like, please
0: burn these. They're still in the house. <laughs> and that was the thing I was thinking. It's like speaking of proximity and uh, and smells. It's just like. So is he just driving? And he's like, oh, my butt crack smells. Like, he's smelling it from up here
2: to down. Yeah, I, yeah that's what I also wonder. It's yeah. Or is it when he takes his pants off, he's like, oh, I smell very bad.
0: Right, yes.
2: But I honestly do think it's about breathability. Yes, I think and it is. If it's, and if you have, le- if it's, I doubt it's leather seats, but if it's like plastic seats or something like yeah. that that's not breathable, mm-hmm. maybe he sits on a pillow. Like a breathable pillow,
0: or like those those beaded ones that I the caterpillars always were on. There, there's a little bit of uh, ventilation there. Yeah,
2: maybe wear sweatpants or something that's got a lot of air. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, shorts. Even I I think it's see this guy sounds like a uh, like a raw boned man. You know, like a uh, like all muscle and bone. You know, like those guys that are kind of just like lean and and all kind of sinew, oh, like you a rangy so. fellow. Oh, interesting. That, that's 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 the feeling I got Did get. Did you get from him. that feeling from his voice? Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: so I think he might wear pants that fit him, and if he's very skinny, they might be very tight. Interesting. And so what I'm thinking okay. is Maybe like let out the pants a little bit. I think I think you nailed it. I think breathability is the key for this man's butt crack.
2: Yep. I I think so. I mean, I think it's I think it's a secret to every butt crack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
1: What are you What are you using on the baby to keep the
2: the smell down. Yeah, there's no smell. I mean, like other than when they when she shits, like a, the baby doesn't really
0: sweat. <laughs> I'm just there's no like smell to the sweat that doesn't no, happen like, till puberty. You put in
1: there or anything?
0: I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just thinking because it's like oh, usually, oh, usually uh, the more the more like you know uh, animal based products the grosser your farts and yeah. shits are. So just like I'm just I'm picturing Olive eating. Jeez. She had a t bone last night and a, and a loaded baked potato. Just her farts are really awful. Yeah, I don't think.
2: Oh, her farts Jeez. do smell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She eats a lot of sausage. Okay. Yeah. And hot dogs. Kids love hot yeah, dogs. Yeah, they do love hot dogs. And chicken McNuggets and shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't. They, it's like, it's difficult to get them to eat. And cheese. So it's just like, there's. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of They definitely smell bad. That's yeah. a lot of Putin. A lot of yeah. Putin.
0: Yeah, but I think yeah, with this guy, it's not that he's just sitting there farting. Probably it's just yeah, I think he's talking about yeah. Sweat. Would this be yeah. like
1: one of the appropriate times to like free ball it, or do you think underwear is really necessary?
0: Well, he said he used mm. gold bond, so that's a good step. Yeah, because that's like when I was a waiter, just a lifesaver for like running around and you know just getting sweaty in the oh, it's beautiful. And and that's also just track.
2: like so pleasant. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is very It's, it's really marvelous. There's and that, did that you scene. know that they found out? So, this was crazy. You know, that woman sued um, uh, ba- the Johnson's baby powder because she got cervical cancer from it.
1: Huh. Uh-huh.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, talcum
1: powder is supposed to be bad for you. You're Whoa. supposed to use, like, cornstarch.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. Sm- well, that's what
0: gold bond
1: is. Yeah. Oh, is it? Talcum it's not talcum is, powder? Yeah. 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 So,
2: don't and, use talcum powder only because, And I found out it's not that the talcum, talc itself is a uh, carcinogen but talc sits next to asbestos in the rock and so there's oh, asbestos wow. powder in there as well that's no and good. that's what that's why she won like 40
0: million dollars wow. from Johnson's baby powder you know, I I just had the weirdest thought. Like I was thinking, because you know, there's someone that's just like, oh yeah, I would get cervical cancer for that. It's like what, what? You know, like <laughs> that's insane. For
1: Forty million dollars, totally. Well, yeah, <laughs> I know. Well,
0: I mean, I, I, it, it just made me think of this time where I was waiting in line for a movie when I lived in Chicago, and it was like we everything just frozen over but was starting to thaw. And so it wasn't snowing or anything, but there were just, it's a thing where like just chunks of ice would just fall off buildings. And this chunk fell off and it landed next to the line and it was, as big as me, it was in, it was just Whoa. it was just oh, gi- wow. gunk like that would freak me a out. chunk of ice, yeah. and it hit the ground and it didn't even break in half, so it was that heavy. And it went boom. And this dude behind me, I'll never forget, he went, Oh man, I wish that would have landed on me. I'd sue the fuck <gasps> out of this place. Like, did you just say you wished that would land on you? Suddenly, horrifically crippled,
2: man. I wish. I wish that landed on me, and then I also knew a very good lawyer, <laughs> and not like a cut rate lawyer that I probably would get, and who maybe wouldn't get me any money,
0: and then I would just be crippled for the rest of my life, or sure. maybe dead. <laughs> yeah. so I mean, I just am sorry—I just thought of like someone being like forty million. I do have cancer. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yes, I think I think it's breathability. I think it's um, you know, as uh, as the Ghetto Boys once uh, famously rapped, "You got to let your nuts hang." Uh, just get some, get some baggier pants, uh, some, some big, bigger underwears, uh, stuff your crack with some, some talcum or excuse me. No, some, uh, some, some Some uh, gold bombs uh, or, or cornstarch and or cornstarch. And uh go from there. And feel free to call us back in and let us know how your butt's doing, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and
1: I love when people call back in. We've had yeah. a, we've had like a couple that I'm holding in the wings. Yeah. And we've over. had a
0: couple truckers. So shout out to the truckers. Oh uh, yeah, we really listen, have truckers to us as, yeah. they're, as they're as they're uh, headed across uh this this great and magical land. Uh, but Kurt, what do you have coming up? Any 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 shameless plugs? Any? Yeah. I'll be. I'll be is this coming out soonish? uh what's the what's the haps two weeks two weeks yeah
2: i'll be in uh at the crocodile in seattle on february 10th and also uh at the uh, numerica performing arts center in Wanatachi, washington the night before the 9th february nice see you then that's great you
1: have a podcast right
2: Uh, I I have many but they're all not happening right now but I have a new one coming up that I can't talk about yet Okay, but it'll be soon it'll be very very soon is that the one about the murders? I know nothing about it is it a true
1: crime podcast? (laughs) history podcast? (laughs) ASMR? do I like get to watch (laughs) you fuck with slime? (laughs) yeah yeah we fuck with slime it's called fuck with
0: slime (laughs) ew ew (laughs) that would get a lot of hits by the name alone yeah um, so if you want to call in, the number is 323-763-0228. Our uh, Patreon, Patreon Patty is at advice from a dipshit. Uh, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend. Social media is at, at advice from a dipshit on Facebook, at dipshit advice on Twitter. A theme song is by Ben Wise. Um, you can catch me uh, also in near us. Uh, well, basically in the same yeah. area. I'm going to be at the Tacoma Comedy Club. Uh, February 31st, uh, excuse me, January 31st, February 1st, and then I'll be in the Spokane Comedy Club um, February 2nd. So that'll be my uh, my wild two city tour of Washington. I know, I'm doing a two city tour of Washington as well. I love it. One I, of I, them is Wanatachi. So rad. <laughs> So it's so fun to do like a just a a, a little random town I outside of the bigger town. I love To it. get out there, um, so uh, thanks again for coming, man. Thank and you. And thanks for all the the uh, the insight and expertise. Uh, you weren't very uh, dipshitty, but I appreciate that. Yeah, you're, you're dead. No, I her.
2: really needed to. I need to give it true.
0: Yeah. Well, that that's, guy's that's that what guy's, we do. Yeah. You know, I think this 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 uh, podcast would really suck. I was thinking about this the other day. If I actually gave quote unquote dipshit advice. Yeah. It's like, smelly ass, wiping on someone's face, bro. All right, next call. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, yeah, but uh, I, I like that we got into our, a bit of our dipshit history. Yeah, you know. So we'll have to have you back on again and think of specific times. I'm ready. We... <laughs> Thanks, Kurt. Bye. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit.
1: It's Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Fronger.